and then we talked about the the um the cafe a lot but let's also talk about like blogging and and how you got into that yeah it yeah. started actually i i had a blog when it first became a thing in denmark and i was in the eighth and ninth grade i started high school yeah. would party more than i would blog so that sort of like <laughs> yeah didn't happen anymore then i moved to berlin i met jesus and i was like danish yendelo like oh no no one would read it if i blog no one cares um i'm shy it's embarrassing and he was like no like you're a dane living in berlin of course people think that's inspiring you can yeah. share and danes love berlin so yeah. so he actually pushed me to start it and this was in 2014 and it became more of like a dane in berlin blog so i would tip about berlin spa spots and restaurants and yeah. places to go and what to do and see and then it just um, gradually became more of like a personal lifestyle blog. And then I moved to New York and moved back to Copenhagen and started school. And uh, so so today, so it, it evolved into what it is today, which is sort of like a, a personal travel and lifestyle blog. Okay. And what uh, platforms? Are you, I mean, I know Instagram, obviously. Are there any yeah. other platforms you use? Everywhere. I'm everywhere. Uh, so yeah, Instagram is, yeah, and then ahead. the blog is the website. Yeah. And then I did a podcast last year, which okay. was actually, it, it took off and, and was pretty, uh, I still get lots of like, even oh. now a year later, I get um, listeners. Uh, I want to take it up again. I even have people approach me for interviews, yeah. which is cool. What uh, was it I about? What was the focus? Every episode was a diff different person. So about inspiring women and their story. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, so in I, Danish or in English? In Danish. Okay. I did an episode with my good friend who also lives in in, uh, in New York. She's uh, she's a correspondent for TV Show, so the news correspondent. Yeah. Um, she's at the the um, trial right now in okay. uh, Minnesota. Oh, okay. Um, and I did one with uh, a friend of mine who had her first baby. And two months later, she found out she had cancer and was really oh, wow. sick. So that was more of like a serious oh, wow. um, okay. podcast. So yeah. inspiring women and yeah. their personal stories. Yeah. What is it called? It's called Silver Talks. All right. Guys, look it up. Yeah. Silver Talks. Yeah. And it's on all the podcast platforms, it I is. imagine. Yeah. So that's your Spotify. Spotify, Apple. Yeah. Yeah. All of the above. Yes. Okay. And then, um, so where do you go with it now? Like, I mean, COVID is kind of coming yes. to a close, hopefully. And I felt COVID too. So last year in March, I was supposed to publish, I published travel guides too. So physical okay. travel guidebooks. I was supposed to publish one for New York and one for Copenhagen okay. in March and April last year. Uh, thank God I didn't print it yet because obviously it would have been the worst yeah, timing okay. ever yeah. to, to publish yeah. something like that. Um, so I put a pause on all of that, but they are ready to go whenever we can start oh, traveling that's nice again. That you still have that like yes. connection. And then actually, you know, Berlin opened and I went to Berlin all last summer. So I published, I published my first Danish uh, travel guide to Berlin in 2016. And then yeah. I published a new version uh, a few months ago. Okay. And how do you decide like, cause on your Instagram, you write in Danish, right? How do you decide which language to use? I used to write in English uh, because I figured everyone would understand and I have followers from all over the world. Um, but I felt like with Danes, they're obviously good at English. Danes are have a mm -hmm. high level of English, but they still, um, they still prefer Danish. They still yeah. prefer their mother tongue. Um, and I feel like my, my main following is Danish, so it just felt better to be able to communicate directly to them yeah. instead of doing English and 
communicating halfway to everyone. Yeah. Uh, but it's something I'm like, I'm I'm in doubt about like yeah. off often because it's like we are also had many meetings about the radio and like how do we what do we do yeah. right because like we're in denmark we're at epsilon but the whole point of epsilon is that it's, it's for everybody so then you automatically say oh well, we'll just do english but then the majority of our listeners are danish yeah and then i mean i'm the one i mean i'm, <laughs> I'm producing a lot of the content yeah and i'm not doing danish no. uh, maybe in some years you know maybe when uh, my son gets a bit older but right now yeah. no so it is a bit we're we're fifty fifty on it as well. Like That's what how do I we feel. do? Like because there is I can see even just from the basic numbers the difference of listeners when it's mo an English content show and when it's a Danish content yeah. show and even the disparity in the countries and where people are listening from. And the problem is like for me it's like if we only do Danish then we we don't even have the option to do anything else because nobody's gonna like no nobody else can listen. No. But at the same time, you need to be somehow loyal to the soil and, yeah. and you're in Denmark. It's really and tricky. Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, there is a large international community in Denmark and in Copenhagen. Yeah. So you gotta, you want to cater to them as well. Yeah. Um, and I feel like for me personally, I listen to a lot of English podcasts. So it's not a problem for yeah. me. But there will be, of course, Danes that say, okay, it's in English. I don't, I, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, just pass. No, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's definitely tricky. Yeah. Okay. What else should we cover? I mean, there's a lot to cover, but I, what else should we talk about? We, you, I didn't realize you had a... So you did a podcast. You're doing a travel guide. You have a cafe. Yeah. You've, you've, you're really on the line or you are in both worlds somehow. You're I doing am. all these very like entrepreneurial kind of um, worldly things that I guess you wouldn't do in Denmark. Yeah. Or were you doing all this stuff in Denmark? Or S well, so... Like on the level now? Like now you're doing it yes. full time. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, this has been my life since I was 18 yeah. and I moved to Berlin. Yeah. Um, so obviously I still feel Danish. I grew up in Österbro. All my friends and family are like no. Danish. So I identify as a Dane, but I feel like my life has also become this very like all over the place. Um, and on the bad days I have, I actually wrote up a personal blog post about this last week. Uh, no, no, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and it's always like daunting to press publish because it's very personal. Yeah. It's like, will people understand it? Because it could come across. My my concern was, would it come across as like overly privileged and spoiled, which it is to some extent. And I can totally ac acknowledge that. Um, on the bad days, I feel like, where is home? Will I ever be happy? Oh. Because when I'm in Copenhagen, I miss New York and Berlin. When I'm in New York, I miss Copenhagen and Berlin. It's like, yeah. do you ever feel satisfied where you're at? And my my boyfriend, Jesus, he's great at being happy where he's at. And where he's just, that, you know, yeah. settling in, feeling happy, content. This is where I am. This is my life. This is good. Whereas with me, I'm always thinking about tomorrow, thinking about what do I want? Yeah. What do I do? Um, and I think the same goes for my, my lifestyle and my job that I'm doing sort of everything. Should I specialize and do one thing only? Okay. But I just read a book and it says um, the world needs masters of none like yeah. people that do everything yeah. because they they have a foot in like every yeah. every country every harbor they know a little bit about everything and yeah. we're all different so maybe i don't have to you know follow the the stream um yeah. which is tricky as a dane because yeah. that's sort of what we're raised to do yeah <laughs> but i will say that that's a very new york philosophy just kind of doing 
a bit of everything and for sure and also just socially what we talked about just having being able to have a conversation with anybody about any topic at least like the base level yeah so you can have a I, I think you get that in New York like oh you want to talk about engineering let's I talk about you want to talk about like language we can, I could I can I got three sentences yeah. you know and we can just do that which yeah. Yeah, and people do yeah. everything. They're like, they have their, their day job and then they have a clothing brand. Yeah. And it's completely <laughs> normal. And sometimes you're like, we were at a party the other day and Jesus and I were laughing because it's like, everyone's a CEO here. Because yeah. they're like, oh, I'm a CEO of this and this brand. Yeah. And in some way, it's very funny. But in another way, it's super cool that people just like go out and do whatever they want to do. They have a dream. They make it happen. And, you know, it might not work out, but failure is okay. Yeah. Like, that's that's part of living and doing. Um, and I think Danes are more that goes with the Yendelo. We're very judgmental. It's like, if you do something, you got to do it. You got to be successful. Otherwise, you will be mocked. Oh, really? Um, okay, yeah. So I think that's a, a, a slightly toxic Danish yeah. mentality. Um, and um. I also value it to some extent because I am Danish. So this is my culture. This is how I was raised that sometimes with, with New Yorkers, it gets tiring that everyone is like, I'm a CEO. I'm amazing. Yeah. I'm talented. Yeah. Whereas it's like, okay, calm yeah. down from your high yeah. horse. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not, whereas the Dane would be, okay, we're all on this planet. You're not that amazing. We're yeah. all here together. I mean, you're definitely speaking to my soul because I feel that the same way. Like it, w it was such a relief to leave this and actually just be able to have a bar job and yeah. that's it and yeah. that was and it paid my bills and it was nice to like maybe i make art maybe i don't yeah maybe i just live maybe i you know and that's nice but then you come back here and it just is it is inspiring and it makes you want to do something because everybody is doing something right and it's almost like a taboo or like uh an unwritten rule you can't just be in new york like mm -mm. it is a city and it is moving and if if you're going to just be you gotta move out because the city's moving on with exactly. or without you and you can't just be like no you gotta you gotta take advantage of all the opportunities and always be moving and doing something and yeah. like progressing and doing more yeah. so there are that's why i feel very torn between the cultures i live in um i love certain parts and i hate the same parts if that <laughs> makes sense it's like i yeah, love it and yeah. hate it at the same time yeah would you uh so this will be the last question i guess we could keep going on and on <laughs> but would you ever move back or do you see yourself moving back to denmark it's or so Copenhagen? tricky yeah. it's so tricky so we i think like as jesus is you know his whole family is here in new york my family's in copenhagen regardless of where we choose to settle down in the future we will always be in both places one way or the other so even yeah. if we live full-time 100% in one of the cities, we will always come here to be with family yeah. um, and ideally have a business in both places. That's the dream. Um, so I think we we see ourselves, like if we gun to our head have to choose, we see ourselves in Copenhagen just because I feel like if you have to choose, quality of life is better there and that's the most important yeah. to us. Um, and yeah, like socially too, governmental, um, like the whole system is yeah. better there yeah. uh so so that's that's the that's sort of the plan but it's, yeah, that's it's in like the pocket just in case yeah. what and you said the dream what business would you have in copenhagen um something with food oh really yes <laughs> something with food that's a shock yeah no. something with bringing the u.s or brooklyn to copenhagen in i mean some they way. love brooklyn they I do mean, they yeah they definitely love Brooklyn. They do. It's funny because we had um, we had DJ Week uh, two weeks ago now, 
and I get questions about music all the time and people assume that you know all these like really cool DJs and I don't (laughs) unfortunately and I also grew up here and like I just listened to like hip-hop and R&B and pop music and then there was one guy like uh, I just imagine like you know all these people like move to New York and have this idea of New York but then when you hear and you know it it's a completely different thing and then there was just like in uh in uh none of this a bad park but just in uh herbert von king park like in bedstar where I, where we live there was they have like this weird um kind of roundabout like a bleacher uh, yeah the bleacher yeah. area and there was like somebody djing house there and it was just like you know if it was one of those kids that were on dj week and they would have moved to new york and imagined djing house in new york they wouldn't imagine this but this is like what it what is it like is. what it is it's yeah. like this old guy He's got his uh, records. He's at this random park in the middle of Brooklyn. There's one like uh, two, pe- a, a baby dancing in a stroller, and then some homeless guy, and that's yeah. that's the house scene. So it's just like uh, I think that's always been the hardest thing to express to others about New York is there's levels to it, and everybody comes here with the same ideas and that's for me is what was most taxing on me like to be from here and then just be working with people that were kind of bitter all the time about that they had come to new york to be this ceo or or be this revolutionary (laughs) and they're like so bitter yeah and it's like but just chill like just be and i guess i had the benefit of because i grew up here i could i had some ability to just be because i could just go to my family's house or yeah and you've yeah. you've you've mm-hmm. never tried anywhere else right yeah. so that's what you knew yeah i did what it didn't have the same appeal to me mm-hmm. it was just what i knew yeah um yeah. and i think that's how jesus feels that when i like i get a headache about renting prices here and he's he's like that's how it is like yeah. you pay you you pay easily twenty thousand kona for a one-bedroom apartment yeah. And I'm like, how is it like that can't be true? That can't be right. And he's like, that's how it is. Like, yeah. live with it. Just yeah. do it. That's how it is. Yeah, and the sooner you can get over that, the yeah. better off you'll be. And I think that's yeah. because I can get really, like, I'm terrified of rats. There yeah. are lots of rats in New York. So yeah. I don't walk, like, big. I try not to walk around alone at nighttime yeah. when there's trash day and yeah. stuff. Um, but I think if you really want to enjoy New York, I had discussions with other Danes that live here. You just got to embrace it and say okay embrace it as it is with everything that's good everything that's bad the more you embrace it the happier you'll be yeah but i i'm with you on the rats even as a local i think it's terrifying it's terrifying especially on trash day it's terrifying and they're so big especially when there's a lot of them they're like rapids it's yeah it's terrifying so nasty yeah and i think you don't see them so i think they always shock you because you don't you just hear something and then you just see a shadow so it could be anything yeah anyway (laughs) <laughs> it's it's the worst that's yeah. the number one thing i hate about new york is the rats and they are everywhere they're huge and i feel like i'm so scared that i look out for them yeah. i'm like looking everywhere yeah. so i see them yeah so what uh last question i guess we should wrap it up what um if i go through i'm going to name four seasons there's only four seasons and you pick the city pick, you can only pick one city okay and uh, which city do you pick? So you lived in Berlin, Copenhagen, New York. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. So if we start in uh, fall, which city would you like to be in? New York. So New York in fall. Yeah. Uh, winter. Oh, God. If it's December, Copenhagen. The rest of the winter, Berlin. Oh, that's hard. Nowhere. Oh, right. New York. Copenhagen, because friends, family, you hang out at home, okay. you chill. The hula and the candles. Exactly. And the, okay. And then, uh, what are we on? Spring? Berlin. Spring in Berlin. And yeah. then uh, finally summer. 
Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Nothing beats Copenhagen when <laughs> the sun is shining, everyone is out, yeah. jumping in the water, okay. barbecuing. All right. Carolina, thank you so much. Thank this you. This has been Epson Radio. It's uh, iHeart New York Week. I don't know if that's what we're going to call it, but I'm calling it that that's right now. Uh, iHeart New York Week. Uh, Danes in New York. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, school. Yeah. Yeah, not just the cafe yeah. in general. Yes. Thanks for doing this for us. Thank yeah. you for coming yeah. and for having me. Yeah. Cool. Bye, guys. <laughs>